Welcome to the Socialette Podcast, where we empower you with the marketing know-how you need to create the business of your dreams. I'm your host, Steph Taylor, and I'm a marketing nerd, Shiraz lover, and passport stamp collector. Join me as I dive into all things small business marketing and deliver them to you in bite-sized, fluff-free lessons every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Let's get learning. Hey, welcome back to Socialette. This is episode 168. This episode is brought to you by my free Instagram cheat sheet, Seven Savvy Strategies to Ignite Your Instagram. Inside the cheat sheet, I share my top strategies that I've used to grow my Instagram accounts to over 30,000 followers combined and build a business off the back of it. Head to stephtaylor.co forward slash IG to download the cheat sheet. Okay, on to the episode. I recently realized that I've been on Instagram for over seven years now. First, as a personal account, when I was sharing very heavily filtered photos from Saturday nights out, then as a blogger, then as a social media manager for cafes and businesses around Brisbane. And that was a little side hustle that I was doing alongside <laughs> alongside my not very creative corporate job. And then I was on Instagram with my first business, which was a health food subscription box. And now I have my travel Instagram and my current business one. So (laughs) it's safe to say I've had a lot of Instagram accounts over the years. And it's so interesting reflecting on how the platform has changed in the seven years. This episode, I'm sharing five massive differences between Instagram today and what it was like when I first started using it as as a, a more of a business platform than as a social media platform. So five years ago. First difference is Instagram isn't just about the followers anymore. So many of you define Instagram success as getting more followers. And on one hand, I do get it because follower count is a metric that you can easily track and easily keep an eye on. But while it's a good thing to grow your following with the right people, you don't want to just be trying to get more followers for the sake of it. It makes me really sad when I see business owners giving up on Instagram altogether simply because they're not seeing that follower count go up. To me, it's only one measure of success. What about sales or inquiries from potential clients or content shared by your past customers and clients? Sure, maybe your competitors have more followers, but this doesn't necessarily mean that they're a more successful business. So don't let it get you down. Instagram can still have a massive impact on your business, even if you don't have thousands of followers. Difference number two, Instagram plays a massive part in your overall business branding these days. Something that I've noticed a lot of people doing recently is that they'll look up a business on Instagram instead of searching for it on Google. And I'm guilty of doing this too. So this means that your Instagram presence needs to be brand aligned, up to date, and it really needs to put your best foot forward. Your brand look and feel needs to be consistent with how your other brand touch points look and feel, especially your website. So your tone of voice, how your brand talks on Instagram, that should also be very consistent. You also need to make sure that your contact details are up to date on your Instagram account and also your address if you have a physical location. And of course, you need to make the most of that one link that Instagram gives you in your bio. Difference number three, Instagram isn't just about sharing pretty pictures anymore. Literally anyone can create a pretty Instagram feed made with curated images from other content creators. It doesn't take much skill to do this. And because anyone can do this, Instagram is now saturated with beautiful feeds. There's nothing wrong with that. 
like it is a visual platform after all, but these days your account needs a little more substance to it. This could be in the form of meaningful captions or it could be original images that nobody else has shared before. It's not about posting filler content for the sake of it. It's about putting thought into each and every one of your Instagram posts. Which brings me to the next one, difference number four. Instagram is now about quality content, not quantity content. Yep, like I said, it's not about posting filler content. Before you post anything, ask yourself, what's the purpose of this piece of content? And ask yourself this other question. If this was the only piece of content that someone saw from my brand, would I be okay with that? Do I feel like it puts my brand in a good light? Remember, every post that you put out there is a brand touch point. Someone might be coming into contact with your brand for the very first time with that post and you want to make a great impression. Yes, quality content does take a lot longer to create, but that's okay because difference number five, you no longer have to post three times a day (laughs) to see results from Instagram. So the time that you're saving by not coming up with enough content to post multiple times in a day, you can use that time to create quality content instead. The reason you no longer need to post as often is that the Instagram algorithm has changed a lot since 2014. The content you saw in your feed used to be purely chronological, but then people started following too many accounts and they weren't seeing posts by the people and the brands that they cared about most in their feeds. So Instagram implemented an algorithm that prioritizes content from the accounts that you're most interested in. So you see their content first in your feed. This means that if someone's interested in your content, they'll see your posts higher up in their feed, regardless of whether it was posted two hours ago or two days ago. That's it for this episode. Don't forget to head to stephtaylor.co forward slash IG to download my free cheat sheet. Make sure you hit subscribe on this podcast so you don't miss any new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And I recently found out that podcast subscribers actually get the episode probably about six hours earlier than non-podcast subscribers. So if you want to be one of the first people to listen to each new episode, it's definitely worth subscribing. (laughs) Not that I'm biased or anything. And also, if you've learned anything from this show so far, I'd really appreciate it if you took the time to leave a quick rating and a review in iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Catch you next time.